Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, guys, this is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long with the Friendly Bear Podcast, and today we're going to do a segment on the Friendly Bear Book Club. So, okay, so for today, I'm going to go over the book, The Cult of We, and The Cult of We is a book based on WeWork. So it's written by Elliot Brown and Maureen Farwell. Um, yeah, it's about the WeWork, Adam Newman, and the great startup delusion. So I got into this book, a little background, and put a timer here. So I got into this book because I interviewed uh, Edwin Dorsey of the Bearcade, and he recommended to me um, checking out this book. You know, the Bearcade is a, is a, a newsletter uh, by this young guy, Edwin Dorsey, and he's an activist short seller. And I got into this book because uh, I want to step into the activist short selling world. Um, short selling isn't enough for me. You know, I got exposed to a lot of frauds and uh, see what's going on in the market. And yeah, you know, I want to I want to do the right thing and and participate in the activism. So anyway, going to this book. Um, so this book really highlights like the narcissism um, Adam Newman. Adam, Adam Newman was the CEO of, uh, of WeWork. Um, he eventually, he, he got a, like, he left with a golden parachute deal, uh, you know, got a whole bunch of money to, to get out of there, basically. But, um, all right, so Adam Newman, little background. So Adam Newman spends, so in, he was born in Israel, and in Israel, it's mandatory to go to the military, do military service, and uh, the military service is seven years over there. And he ended up doing five years in total um, with the naval, with the, the naval Israeli um, military. And it was supposed to be like really prestigious and you need high scores to go in there. But uh, he ended up only doing five out of seven because uh, he had some medical conditions and like it's, it's uh, I don't know, some controversy surrounding that, but no one really knows. But yeah, he's, he's really like an extrovert. He's always a really like an extroverted character. Um, he likes to walk around barefooted, kind of like hippie-ish kind of deal. And uh, in the Navy, he would leave the base like without notice and, uh, and skip out on things to go like kite surfing and stuff. So this guy was always like this, this extrovert, uh, what's the word, eccentric guy. Anyway, um, in, in New York, he came to New York. Um, he met an architect. He started leasing out some ladies building, uh, you know, for some smaller deals and like yeah, that it peaked out after a year, but uh, he, he, he started like d dabbling into this, into that space of leasing and subleasing uh, 10 years before we work. Anyway, in 2012, uh, he, he was able to raise 19 million and his goal from the beginning was to keep pushing the valuation more and more and more, more investment, more capital, more and more, just like, Getting that valuation as high as it can. And uh, yeah, just plowing cash into expansion. 
um, going to more investors for more money, you know? So back in, and uh, so then he ran into like the perfect time of all these like unicorn companies like Uber, Airbnb, uh, Lyft, and a few others. They're, what they were trying to do is remain private so that they won't have to release their actual financials, which is like losing money. And they just deal with like uh, getting, just riding the wave of FOMO. You know what I mean? Just the hype and just more revenues, just increasing revenues, increasing, just expanding, expanding, just getting that valuation as high as possible. That was these guys' goals uh, during those times. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, so he met with Ashton Kushner at one point. Ashton, Ashton Kusher was one of his, that was his wife's friend, apparently. Let's see. He was going for like the iPhone, I, we, we work. It's going for companies like Google, emphasis on work and play. Um, ideas to lease and sublease. Let's see, we over me. Let's see. Oh, and then, okay, so the interesting part. My favorite part about this book is just like digging into this character of Adam Newman. You know what I mean? This this guy that's just like super narcissistic, just spitting out idea after idea after idea, like realizing just a few of them. You know, this guy that walks around barefooted, drinks tequila in the middle of the day, like, He's like this character, man, like a cartoon almost. And like, he just wants to get that valuation higher and higher. And he gets like absorbed into like this rich lifestyle, living in a penthouse, flying in a private jet, drinking tequila on the jet, smoking weed on the jet, you know, um, having a garage, like a car garage just for strollers. He has, he, he had four kids, um, like a family man that likes to party and like do all this hippie stuff. And he, He's late to all the meetings, but he can talk like crazy. He can, you know, uh, one day he goes uh, to Los Angeles to meet Elon Musk outside of this, uh, outside of SpaceX. He waits when Elon Musk gives some kind of speech, uh, I think it was 2016. He goes um, and, and finds a way to meet Elon Musk and spits, the, spits out his ideas for 15 minutes. It, like, so the book mentioned was like 15 minutes. He, just rambling about ideas about how starting a WeWork in Mars and he can start a community in Mars. And the, the easy part is getting to Mars, but the hard part is establishing a community in Mars. And he just keeps rambling on about this stuff. And then Elon Musk like brushes, Elon Musk like didn't agree with him at all. He said, you know, actually the hard part is going there. And you know, the easy, the easy part is in the community, you got it wrong. So yeah, you know, this guy just full of ideas, just trying to, you know, it's just, he's just a really wild guy. Um, so another thing, okay, so in 2012, I, hold up, so yeah, okay, so in 2013, they raised four, 40 million, and then he, he loaned out nine million to himself because he was used to this lavish lifestyle and he had to keep funding it. So that's a huge chunk of the 40 million, you know what I mean? So, okay, and he went against the grain, you know, like for example, Founders are supposed to live scrappy lives until they make money and employees make money and employees and founders are supposed to get rich at the same time. But not Newman, not Newman. Newman wanted to get rich ASAP, ASAP, and screw everybody else. But, he, but you know, he didn't like say blatantly, because that, that's, that's who he was. Um, at one point later on, they would lose, the company would be losing $1 million a day. And then he would just credit it to like being come with excuses like, oh, we're expanding more revenues, more growth, more growth, more growth. More. So the company was just leaking money left and right. Um, 
And yeah, so one, at one point, Aaron Newman made an LLC called We LLC, and then he sold We LLC to WeWork for $5.6 million. And it was like considered like, it wasn't a big deal to him, because at this point he's like worth billions, but that, you know, that caused problems with the company because like people, the regular employees were getting screwed. And to see this guy, you know, sell an LLC called We LLC for $5.6 million, that made headlines everywhere. I remember that coming out at one point. Yeah, that, that was, I always, I, you know, it's a red flag. It's like, come on, man, that's too much. But, um, okay, so Newman wanted a comfortable life and he wanted to live large with wealth and, wealth and fame. Upgraded to 5,000 square feet loft in Tribeca with expensive art. Travel with private planes and black SUVs. Oh yeah, at one point he bought a $10.5 million house next to Sean Parker from Facebook. Yeah, you know, this this book was like really, um, so apparently the writers of this book like wanted Adam Newman to like rebuttal these things, but he just, he didn't, he had no answer. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. Oh yeah, so it goes over the bubbles, uh, you know, in, in, in uh, over time. So like, for example, in 1929, Right before the, in, during the 19 later 1920s, there was a lot of construction being built on skyscrapers all everywhere, especially like in New York, and uh, they ended up being empty, you know, after the crash. And at one point, Beanie Babies being sold for 5k a piece, you know. So I remember that like in the 90s, I was a kid. Uh, yeah, Beanie Babies would be very expensive these days. It's NFTs, what else? Uh, you name it. These days, it's a bunch of crypto stuff. Um, yeah, when there's when there's lots of capital, a fear of miss, missing out, it's a mania, you know. So 1929, you had the Roaring 20s that led up to it. These days, it's the COVID and the stimulus and the Fed printing, and that's now you got all this funny money from uh, people that put money in, into like Shiba, and then like you know now they're rich or you know they got a lot of money and they don't know what to do with it, so they buy NFTs and all types of stuff. So. Um, yeah, the herd collective psychology wins over the individual in bubbles. Euphoria wins over skepticism. Housing prices will never fall. They just keep pushing further and further. So, so the reason why this leads up to 2015, which is the U.S. startup world, zooming um, with inflating valuations. So that was the bubble of the inflating, inflating valuations of the U.S. startup world in 2015. So, let's see. Plan for Mars, we went over that. That was in 2017, the whole Elon Musk and Mars. Um, yeah, Musk was unimpressed. He said getting there was the hard part, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so at one point he came up with this thing called We Live uh, for college dorms. He was like, oh man, we're gonna have these college dorms for all these 20 year olds. We're gonna have gaming rooms and kitchens and all that. But um, the happy hour, Blah blah blah. So no one came up with this idea, but like it didn't work out because you couldn't due due to residential restrictions, you couldn't pack people into like a, a residential building like you could a, a commercial building. So it wasn't profitable. So he only was able to get two of those buildings built, or two of those residential we live things, and it was, the rest was canceled out. Among many of uh, Newman's ideas that didn't come to fruition, but uh, yeah, he would just hype everybody up. He was kind of like a hype man. You know, like uh, P.T. Barnum or whatever his name is, 
like a character that just like hypes and creates ideas and you have the energy and he would like get you on the plane. Like think of yourself, like you're a potential investor or a venture capitalist. You go on this private jet with Adam Newman, you're doing tequila shots in the airplane. You're kind of like in this cult. So that's why, you know, the book is called The Cult. And then like you sign the deal and you want to get it done, you're all excited and this guy's like, you know, pitching in your ear nonstop, nonstop. Um, okay, and it goes over the end and we're about to close it out. Like, okay, so, WeWork was six years private. Airbnbs was eight years private. Uber was six years private. Apple went public after four. So the reason why, so this is the bubble of 2015 or that era with the startups, because usually startups, the deal is, or, you know, usually they do two or three rounds of funding from venture capitalists and hopefully they get profitable after a certain, after a point, uh, and then they head to the public stock exchanges where they go IPO and reveal their financials and risk to the public markets. And the reason why, and that's that's the typical, but not not these companies. They they try to remain private as much as possible. So you know they're valued only on revenue growth. You know, so they're just trying to get more money, more money for higher valuations. And yeah, that's it. That sums up uh, the cult of we. Really great book. Um, I got another book coming up. I, I, what's the name of it? Let's see. It's called uh, another WeWork. Oh, Billion Dollar Loser with uh, yeah, another Adam Newman book. So I'm going to do that one up. Um, I don't know about next, but it's, it's coming up uh, to sum up this like WeWork uh, series or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast, Friendly Bear Book Club, and I'll see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.